you're listening to Galaxy of Film. And welcome back to the Brain Ups of Galaxy of Film. I'm, of course, your host, Max. I'm joined with none other than my co-host, Danilo. How are you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Just back in back in Michigan. Yeah? Yep. You sound really excited, like, like every fucking week, dude. <laughs> I'm always excited to be on the podcast, man. Always. Yeah, I can tell. How's Lucky's going? How, how's that going, man? Yeah, dude. That place is just an absolute shit show. It's just a joke at this point. Bro, someone comes in as like their first day or whatever. Not their first, yeah, their first day. They're a host or whatever. He's looking for the manager to start. And he doesn't find her in like five minutes. He just leaves. He quits. Are you for real? You just... <laughs> I'm dead ass, dude. He comes. He came into the back room. Mm. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's my first day. I'm a host. I'm a serve host or whatever today. Uh, do you know where I can find my manager? Where I can find the manager? And like, we tried to find her for like five minutes. Not me, but some other some other girl. Like, tried to show him or whatever. And like, I guess we didn't find her fast enough for his liking, so he just like quit. Sick, good, fuck him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's it's whatever. No, they don't have me as a fry cook anymore either, dude. I got upgraded. To what? What do you? What'd you get promoted to? I don't really know what it is, dude. But I'm just basically throwing fish in a fucking big big ass oven. It's not a promotion, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. The fucks get put with the fries. Then you get put to where I am. Then you get put with the uh, grilling or whatever, like meat, the meat stuff. Then you get put to, like, making everything, like the fettuccine, lobster, oysters, all that type of shit. Oh. Listen, it doesn't really matter, man, because the place is an absolute joke. And I'm just going to quit in two weeks anyway, so. Yeah, fuck it, fuck it, dude. You know, maybe maybe the guy who quit and just walked out from uh, not meeting the manager should go to this fucking IHOP near my house that you and I experienced the other day. I don't know what that was, dude. I truly have no idea what that was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, god, dude. Such a such a bad time, man. We'll get to that in a fucking minute. Let's let's not leave our other guest star, or actually not other guest star, our only guest yeah. star waiting for this episode. Uh, we got Jake from Mayhem Pictures. How are you doing, bro? I'm back at it. I'm doing well. Just uh, happy to be back as always. And uh, for an episode that I'm, that needs to happen. I'm I'm very excited to talk about our movies today. Hell yeah! And you, you're sounding rather crisp today, Jake. Am I? I'm using my microphone. <laughs> no more <laughs> shitty computer audio from me. I listened to my note recap, and I was not happy with it. So <laughs> now we're crystal clear, Mike Jake from now on. Yeah, you and Alex both. I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's talk about the news this week, man. Um, as you can tell, I'm sure everyone's already known about this. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on at Warner Brothers, but it's some shit. Do, Neil, do you have any... Do you want to just talk about the Warner Brothers stuff, man? Yeah, what are we diving into first, man? Just all of it. Yeah, all. I don't... That's the thing. Where do we begin with this whole fucking shebang of the Warner Brothers? I don't know, dude. Like, I truly have no idea. Like, I know the new guy... His like name is Zaslav or something like that. Warner Brothers' new president or whatever is just an absolute fucking menace, dude. Like he is just cutting jobs left and right, slashing down projects. What blows my mind about the whole thing is why the Flash was not part of his, you know, machete swipe, dude. 
like, I don't know if we're trying to suck off Snyder fans here, because that's who, that's the only people in my mind who watch the DCEU at this point, are Snyder, are Snyder cucks, you know? And, because, like, like, I just don't know why we don't get rid of this film, man. The dude's, like, what, a, a, a pedophile, right? Didn't he kidnap some girl? He did more than that, man. As you- yeah, so, yeah, and he's throwing bar ch- stairs or whatever. But, you know, I, I guess Zavlov and all his fucking DCEU buddies are like, it wouldn't just make sense for our canon if Ezra Miller didn't show up. Bro, bro, I'm pretty sure the people who watch this movie would understand why he's not showing up and why this movie got canceled. It's not that hard to put two and two together. You're not Marvel. You're not Star Wars. You know, you're just not. You guys are just ass all around the board. Ever since Zack Snyder's been a part of the DCEU, it's just it's just been complete ass. There's not one project in there that I would say is an A-minus movie. That's even including Birds of Prey. So yeah, so what they do, we got this Batgirl movie coming out. You know, we've been talking about it on the on the podcast for quite some time. Mm. You know, Karen uh, Whitfield even talked about it. She's like all excited for it. She's saying this is so cool. And yeah, what do we find out today? It's just... It's basically done wrapping. It's in, let's say, one-third of post-production for shits and giggles. Let's say they're just trying to edit, like, the last few pieces, you know, to get a runtime in. Okay, let's just say that for shits and giggles. No audio, no color, no VFX. Let's just say they got all their footage that they have put together, and that's it. We'll we'll never see it, because they're just like, we're going to shelf the project indefinitely. Oh, okay. So now what are you going to do, DCEU? Like, I, I have no idea what they're going to release. I truly have no idea what I'm going to see next besides Joker 2. Oh, yeah, this this clean wipes, like, the whole slate for rest of the year. Which yeah, it does. What else? Aquaman got shelved, right? Well, that, so, so we'll get into that, too, in a second. But that blows my fucking mind because if you remember, and I think Jake was on for this at one point, too. Um, was it DC Fandom or something earlier this year when they showed that trailer with you know a bit of footage from every project coming this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, the, before the Batman. Yeah, and now we have none of that except the Batman. Nope. Absolutely fucking none of it, dude. It blows my mind that this DC's biggest summer movies would be DC. Uh, what is it? Legion of Super Pets or whatever. What about Black Super Adam? Pets? Is Black Adam still slated to release? It, At I this don't time. Know. At this time, I think Black Adam and Shazam are still being released this year. Right, okay. as of this recording, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, as of this recording, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Shazam, honestly, man. Because um, it's shit, like everything else that company puts out. And that, yeah, that disappoints me so much, man. I was pumped for the Shazam movie. Utterly disappointed by it. Um, I mean, that's we'll, eventually, I'm sure, we'll talk more about those movies individually. Um, yeah, Batgirl's canceled. I don't believe that Warner Brothers is canceling some other stuff too, not just DC, but I think DC's taking the heaviest hits because at the moment everyone is also very confused about where this franchise is from the Snyder stuff. Um, but a Scoob sequel, which was near completion as well, is also being canceled. I heard about what, 40 million went into that. That's just gone. Um, I think six shows were already pulled off HBO Max today. We uh, found out that a scripted series will no longer be produced for HBO Max. I mean, what, what was the other thing of HBO Max going on? Are they just removing it completely to change it to Discovery Plus, I hear, Jake? 
the rumor is, I mean, nothing's in stone. We're going to find out all of this stuff tomorrow on Thursday. Mm. Um, but but it but what it what's happening is uh, the rumor is that HBO Max is being folded into Discovery Plus. So mm. all of the the HBO stuff, which is like the your Game of Thrones, your Sopranos, your uh, House of the Dragon, all of these newer things, will still be alive. And I think. I would hope that the pre-existing Max original stuff would also be rolled into that because it's out and it's content. Why would you not have that on there? Um, mm. But, I mean, they could choose to just pull all of that. And, I mean, at the very least, they're not going to be moving forward with any of the HBO Max exclusive content, which is really disappointing and we'll talk about. But, yeah, that's that's the rumor right now. Yeah, man. Um some of the other stuff that's been, like, rumored and leaked out. It's crazy because things are just, like, trickling down from this tree. It's like we have, like, the top of the Warner Brothers tree just chunked off. And we don't know if it's rumors, if it's speculations, if it's leaks or whatnot. But everything is just coming off hour by hour. Um, one thing I saw right before we started recording this episode is that the Supergirl film, which was going to be a spinoff of this Flash movie with Ezra Miller, has now been shelved before pre-productions even began, just a casting. So we're not getting that now. I heard some leaks out that Flash is being held indefinitely till God knows when, whenever Ezra Miller has calmed the fuck down, and that we're going to go ahead and push Aquaman 2 back until end of 2023, apparently. And we already talked about thing last week, Jake, about the whole Ben Affleck stuff, didn't we? How the NL is in Aquaman 2 because of Michael Keaton and Flash. I, I just I don't know, man. I don't, you know, I think, you know, Danielle, you've been talking about oh, is, for is God HBO knows. Is Max going away? We don't know until tomorrow. Essentially. Yeah, so. That's yeah. bullshit. It, it's the, the best streaming service out there. Hmm. But, and, and do you know how bad of, I don't even know what to call it. Do you know how bad of management this has to be? Like sometimes you make a project and you know it's shit. You just know it's shit. The producers know it's shit. Everyone knows it's shit, you know? So what do they do? They sell it to another. They sell it to someone else to stream it. You know, one of their sister companies. They didn't even do that, man. They're just saying they'll take the ninety million dollar loss. That's ridiculous. That's insane to me, actually. That they won't even show any that back or any of it. Mm. You know, and then what? We we got that report that seventy seven percent of people are being laid off at max. Seven. Yeah, you're right with that as well. Mm. That's insane, dude. In my opinion, HBO Max has the best. Eight Warner Brothers puts out great content, in my opinion. But these last, what, four or five years have just... Or when did COVID start, dude? End of 2019? Yeah. Began 2020? Yeah. 2020, I guess, is when they made that whole, we're going to do VOD and same-day release or whatever. Ever since then, I don't know what they've been doing with their streaming service or with anything else. I have no idea, man. Like, what are they doing to their creators, the people behind making all this stuff for them? Mm. I, I have no clue, man. <laughs> These are talented directors for Batgirl as well. They did Bad Boys for Life, dude. I don't know if you watched that a few years ago. Okay, I, No, I'm serious, bro. Bad Boys for Life is a damn good movie. Fuck the, the first two of Michael Bay did. Bad Boys for Life is a damn good movie. It is fun. It's visually gorgeous. If it's bright blues and pinks just thrown in the mix nonstop. I was pumped to see Batgirl, man. Kind of, especially off of some of the concept art where it looked a bit like a Tim Burton-esque world 
of this mix of like a purplish color being thrown into yeah. like the actual cinematography and not just her suit. I was pumped for this thing. This looked fucking different. This looked like it would have been like our weird one-off indie movie kind of thing with the DCEU. You know, kind of like we're now getting this stuff with, with Marvel projects and the MCU. This looked like one of those, you know, and then some plot, some plot, you know, details were leaked out. Um, I don't want to go over too many of them in case this movie does eventually see the light of day. Um, and these are all just, you know, leaks, I guess. I mean, this is all, you know, take of a grain of salt. This could be changed if we do see it. Who fucking knows, really? Um, but, Daniel, you've been saying for the longest fucking time in this podcast, since we've been talking about the Flash movie, that you think Michael Keaton would have been our Batman for, like, a minute in the DCU. You know, give an exit to, to Ben Affleck, one more run in Flash. Keep Keaton for a few movies until we either merge Pattinson over or we have just another different Batman or just be done with Batman in general in the series. And it looks like you were fucking right. Because not only were we getting Keaton in the Flash, we're all, we were going to get him in Aquaman too. we found out based off of that Ben Affleck scene. But today, or excuse me, not today, but the directors in their post talking about the cancellation of this straight up called Michael Keaton in the cast list as well. Confirming him. I don't know what the fuck we're doing at this point, man. I, I really don't. I, I'm not still, lost the second worst run, still the second worst run studio in Hollywood. First one straight up Lucasfilm. Th- this takes the cake, you know, number two. See, I don't even think Lucasfilm is, dude. This is, at this point, I think Warner Brothers. No. It's not Warner Brothers. It's a DCU, man. It's this DC little pocket they have. No, here. it is Warner Brothers, dude. DC does not control this HBO Max stuff. DC does not, not control, control that, man. But the, H- the, H- the Disney, the DCEU is the root of it all, man. With fucking Ezra Miller. I mean, you the can look DC back further than that it. and blame it on Amber Heard as well, man. And that's the DCEU, man. And before- There's so many problems with this little little stuff, dude. I don't understand why they don't just let it go. Their movies are ass. It's They're complete ass, dude. They're not good movies. Well, not and just that, that, dude. Like, it's Snyder also cut, Warner Brothers trying to handle, like, four different big franchises at once, too. We said the same shit with Space Jam last year. They should have never released a Snyder Cut, man. I don't see, think this has anything to do with the Snyder Cut, bro. I really don't. I do, man. I see this as a DCU problem. I'm not I'm, saying it's because of the Snyder Cut, but it's all everything there, dude. You just said if it was I, the Snyder Cut. Who? You just said it was because of the Snyder Cut. No, I, I said there is, the problem is with the Snyder Cut as well. It's with every DCEU project, their ass. If I was the head of that, mm. you know what? I would chop all those fucking jobs because none of them can write, direct, or act. Every single goddamn DCU project would be thrown in the bin. But I would still release the Batgirl, dude. I still would. But I wouldn't even start at the DCEU. That's what they should have done. After, uh, after what is it, the original Justice League came out? When the movie was complete trash, they should have never continued it. They should have just blocked it, hiatus, restarted. Instead of just this bullshit that I've been just seeing. What's Black Adam, dude? The Rock catching a missile in a trailer? Yeah, sick, dude. He looks like he's part of the Taliban. Jeez, dude. No, dude, it's the DCEU is complete ass. Jake, give me some of your thoughts on this, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> um, I mean, it's, 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 it's a really tricky situation, especially when we don't have all of the information right now. It's, it's, 
so i mean i i do agree that like i think it's it's shitty it's it, this is a perfect example of like the business side of it versus the creative side of it because for the creative side of this massive massive blow this is really unfortunate for everybody uh involved with the background movie um as well as everybody involved potentially with all of the nearly finished dc projects as well as this scooby-doo thing um all of these things uh people worked on and they want to have their time in the sun to be released and enjoyed and and criticized whatever you know even if they if they're if people are saying batgirl is like horrible let us find that out you know it's it's mm. shitty to be like because but then on the opposite end of that you have the old regime of warner brothers which was willing to release a, a pretty much unwatchable i would argue unfinished justice league movie in 2017 where you, you're you're looking at this 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 avengers diet ripoff piece of shit movie that like pretty much everybody hated and they did that just so everybody got their bonuses for the holidays it's the only reason they released that movie they didn't delay it or anything they released it when it was supposed to come out after all the snyder shit just because they wanted their bonuses so that's the old regime of warner brothers and that's the people that that allowed that idiotic 2021 hbo max shit to go on which which like ruined their creative partnerships with people like Christopher Nolan. It almost severed their relationship with Denis Villeneuve. Um, a lot of their talent is really upset about the actors. None of them were happy about that move. They had to pay millions and millions of dollars of bonuses for people with their movies that wouldn't have even done that well. They paid Denzel Washington like $25 million for that Little Things movie, <laughs> which that movie would not have made enough money for him to get that kind of a bonus. So they had to pay all that shit out just just based on Denzel going, well, what if it made, you know, like it's, 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 it, you just, you kind of have to, they were, they were backed into a corner with that. Will Smith got paid like a ton of money for King Richard because of, because of the move to HBO Max. That movie wouldn't have made $300 million. Like it, it, it's crazy. So like, and the same thing happened with Scarlett Johansson. That was just a difficult time in the, in the industry. Um, but we're out of that. And they're still doing things like insisting on the 45-day window for HBO Max. Elvis is about to come out on Monday on HBO Max, and that movie's still making money. So why are you severing the legs just so people could watch it at home? Like, I don't understand the the, ration, the rationale of it. Batman could have made probably another 50 to $100 million if they hadn't released it on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they're cutting the legs off of these movies. So, yeah, I get it, because now you have Zaslav coming in here going, why are we spending $40 million on a Scooby-Doo straight-to-streaming movie? Why are we doing that? So he's taking the tax write-off, and he's calling it a day. It sucks, because people worked really hard on it, but the business side of it, it I mean, it makes sense if, 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 if what we're hearing is true, because Zaslav just wants to see... Uh, 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 some sort of a means to an end with this because if they were to release Batgirl on HBO Max, it that's it. You know, it, it just it, it was a ninety million dollar loss. They lost all of that money regardless. And if they had put it to theatrical, now you got to spend fifty million dollars for advertising 
you gotta you gotta finish the movie. You gotta keep paying VFX artists to work on this still uh, for a, on a movie that people really were saying was bad. So, do you do the Justice League thing in 2017 and release just a piece of shit movie that's going to damage your brand, or do you say let's just let's just axe all of it and start over? Um, I, I I think we I think we need to hold out the verdict on Zaslav until he you know, makes a mistake like that again. Because if he reboots Superman and it's just the same shit happens again, then we can look at this and be like, dude, you just, you just, we're right back to point A. We're right mm. back to 2013 with Man of Steel and we're right back in the shithole. Like, what are you doing? Because it's like, this this should be on par with like a Marvel. You know, this th- these characters are so good. And we're getting movies, they they... They greenlit a Wonder Twins movie for HBO Max. Like, why are we doing this and not Superman? Like, this is insane. Like, and 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 they're they're giving these massive budgets to these things, and it's like, you guys aren't really thinking. Like, and so I feel like Zaslav is now going to take the uh, the high road and kind of, you know, make movies that are worth making. I mean, not to say that the Batgirl movie was bad. I didn't see it. I think it deserves to be seen. I think it should have its day. Um, I don't think it should be rushed out and, you know, get all the VFX done. Okay, let's go, let's go. And then it's unfinished, like, with the Justice League thing. But I do think it deserves its time, and I think we should be able to see it, whether that's in theaters or on HBO Max. I think it's tough. Um, If they decide to, you know... I I think the Flash thing is really tough because that's a $200 million movie. You can't just take a tax write-off on that because that's a massive, massive movie. And that can ruin your relationship with a well-known director like Andy Muschietti who worked with them already on It. And if, if they if they decide to do this with Aquaman, that ruins their relationship with James Wan who worked with them for the horror stuff. And then it, it damages their relationship with their star who works with them on other properties like Dune. So... These are all, like, really... Those are trickier ones. I mean, the, the Batgirl thing, it's unfortunate, but, like, those directors are going to find work somewhere else. Probably never with Warner Brothers again, but I think Warner Brothers, they're looking at that as, like, okay, they directed Bad Boys for Life. That was a good movie. But, you know, do, do we need that relationship? Like, sure, they probably made a good movie in Batgirl, potentially, that we'll never mm-hmm. see. And Leslie Grace, hopefully she finds work. This is really unfortunate for her. But, like, they got Michael Keaton in that movie. He's like he like, and Brendan Fraser like these are all people that have worked and like will not work with Warner Brothers again probably because of this. You, they're gonna sign talent that might not have their film released. They're not gonna do that. So I think it's it's unprecedented for sure. Um, I think the jury's out on if it was the right move, uh, but I definitely think it's a to- it's a it's a coin toss because the business side of it kind of makes sense. But the creative side of it is really like the big like heartbreak of it all because it's like people poured so much time and money into this just because of the old regime, which probably shouldn't have greenlit these projects in the first place. Um, so that's the unfortunate thing is that really what it is is the old regime put the new regime in a really shitty position. And so that's why we're having this conversation because they, the old studio made mistakes. Now the HBO Max stuff, that is idiotic to me. I think if they're going to mm. get rid of all of the original scripted content, that's ridiculous because there are shows on HBO Max that are worth watching. Um, I love the Harley Quinn animated show. 
if that goes away, I'm going to be bumped because I really like that show. Good things about that, yeah. It's so good, and they just started rolling out season three, and I'm like, if they just sever that tomorrow when like season three episode four drops or whatever, I'm going to be like, wow, and and like already, why am I invested in watching the rest of the season when I know they're not going to even bother continuing it? It's like that's that's really shitty because it, it feels like the Netflix thing where it's like, oh, we already canceled this, but the whole thing just dropped. You can watch it if you want. We don't care. And it's like, well, why would I now? I'm not going to invest 13 hours to watch mm-hmm. this Jessica Jones show or all the Marvel shows when you just canned all of them. Why would I do that? Um, so that's that's idiotic. And I really hope they rethink that. And I hope that's not true. I hope tomorrow we find out that all of the HBO Max stuff is just being rolled over to Discovery. And I hope I don't have to sign up for a new streaming service. I hope I can then just have Discovery Plus, whatever that is. I don't care. It better be a reskin because I don't want to just have the sole purpose of it be Discovery because I don't want to pay for that. I want to pay for HBO Max. Um, But yeah, it's shitty. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But Zaslav is definitely making some big moves and uh, they might not be good moves. So we'll have to see. Let me ask you this: As far as like the the scripted services or the series and films coming out to HBO Max that we're no longer getting, does that include things that are written by other studios or just HBO Max, like full exclusive staff? Like, are we going? Do you think see, you know, eventually Euphoria season three when that comes out? Was that next oh, yeah. year? Well, that, years from now? that's that's all of the like HBO mm-hmm. shows are safe. So I think like Euphoria okay. is like an HBO show. So I think that's fine. But like they, I remember people were talking about that Blue Beetle movie. I think yeah, that's yeah. safe. That I actually think the new regime, the Zaslav and all those people, saw that and said, "This is pretty good. Let's bump this to theatrical." I think they're the ones that made that move. So that's encouraging. That means that movie's mm. probably going to be pretty cool. So they're releasing that. That's a vote of confidence. I feel like if they are completely just like we're not putting Batgirl out. This is damaging to the brand you know, fuck this. I think that's probably really telling if they're deciding to do that. I mean, still though, like, come on, let us see it. But it's like the selfish fans of us, but we're like, but it's like, I mean, yeah, if it's $90 million, maybe just like take the L and collect whatever money you can from it. I don't know. I think it's shitty though, that these people worked really hard on it for a long time. It's, it's really saddening because they released that video today of like them singing happy birthday to Brendan Fraser on set. And I was just like, this is so tragic oh, like i would see the so pictures they, there's a full video of it and brendan fraser just looks like you know he's having like a comeback he's in like a new darren aronofsky movie and this would have been really cool for him too to have this come out as well so i don't know it's, it's shitty but that that video's out there if you can find it it's 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 heartbreaking now that we know what's going on dude it is fucking heartbreaking breaking me and daniel got to meet brendan fraser this weekend and i was you know i was so excited to see him in batgirl after daniel was talking about his uh scorsese film coming out I yeah. am, dude. I am excited to see it. I'm here if I, I'm 100% here if Zavlov wants to put this stuff to to theaters. If he's cutting this stuff to put in a theater, I'm here for it. I, like, you know, I've, I've said it on this podcast multiple times, and I will never back away from that stance. A movie in a theater will always be better than a movie at home. You know? But I don't understand. And, and for Batgirl, my upsetness with Batgirl isn't because it was straight to HBO Max, you know? It's because they're, in my opinion, they're still trying to rework it because of the flat, you know? 
I know there's a like a what one hundred fifty million dollar budget difference. I get that, but the man is 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 off his fucking rocker. Mm. How are we not getting rid of him, contract c- contractually, and just the fucking movie itself, or just sell? Or I, I don't know what you would even do with it. Yeah, man, it's a, sue him for fuck's sake, man. How's it not a contract? I think they can. Yeah, how is it not a contract? Because now the, the movie is almost unreleasable because of it is unreleasable because of the I don't know what the right thing is. But, but just the way he acted when he, you know, like he's, he's a head still, figure he's still for Warner wanted. He's what? He's still wanted. Yeah, exactly. Like like by studios or like by the police? No, he, by the police. He is still wanted yeah, by he, police. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's my upsetness with the Batwoman. Or with, with Batgirl. I should never think, I never thought it should be for HBO Max. I think I said that the day mm. one. I think I said I would love to see it be put in a theater so I can see, you know, who everyone who's involved in it. We saw the stills. Looks great. But the reason why they're cutting it is just to rework around the Flash. That's that's what my, my understanding is. That that makes no sense to me. You know, that makes completely no sense to me. Mm. And same with Aquaman as well. Aquaman, they obviously weren't going to put on HBO Max. But it just doesn't make sense. That, like I, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get how the DCEU is just in this disarray. But I am I, I'm here if Zavlov wants to make things for the theater more than his streaming service. You know? Like I'm hundred percent there for it. Like that, that's what I want. That's how I want mm-hmm. movies to be shown. You know, if I were to work for that company, that, that's what I want. I don't want mine to go on, you know, streaming service, regardless of even if I personally think it is the better streaming service out of the ones we have now, you know? But then going up to Jake's point again, I'm not going to pay for another streaming service. No, dude. There's too yeah. fucking many of them. There is, dude. We we talked about that whenever we, when Peacock came out, I think. Or Paramount yeah, Plus. Yeah. Maybe both of them. Who fucking knows? Yeah. I still have both. Yeah. I, I still use both of yours. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I use Peacock because I watch shows on there. You know, mm. the, old, the old shows. But I use uh, Paramount for soccer. Yeah, I use a Fry Carly. <laughs> Hey, dude. Anyway, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do about this whole bit. I don't know what to say about the actual Max. I don't either, man. Um, you know, Batgirl should be released. If we're not getting Batgirl coming out, I don't want to see the Flash. Honestly, I'm boycotting Aquaman too. Fuck that movie. Um, just fuck the DCU at this point. I really just don't care. If, when, I, if I'm not what, getting what was that? When does the next Star Wars movie come out? Is that next year? No. Oh, okay. It, there's the, no release date or anything. When does the next Avatar movie come out? Next year? Two, two years after 2024. Yeah, they're doing every two years. Like Star yeah. Like, Yeah. Okay. What's the big movie coming out next year? For Around Christmas time. Because if Aquaman comes out during Christmas time, isn't there a big one? Isn't there a big one supposed to come out next year as well? Or am it's, I just... supposed to be, it's supposed to be Star Wars, but there won't yeah, be it, one. It was. It was. Okay. That's what I thought. What was what Star Wars was coming next year? Rogue Squadron. Probably the I think the, probably the Rogue Squadron, but then that is in so, I don't know what's going on. Maybe the Taika Waititi one, but even then, that's like two. They're not going to release one, but like there was going to be yeah. one next year originally. Okay. It would have been probably the oh, Patty Jenkins thing. You know what it was? It was um the Game of Thrones trilogy. The writers doing that. Jesus, dude. That's what it was. That was like the first first batch of Star Wars things to get canceled. That's why I was (laughs) out the fucking window. 
how do you shoot yourself in the foot like that, man? That's a whole other story. But that that story will always because they get announced, dude, mm-hmm. and like a week later, they're like, we almost killed the actual kid by accident. Our bad. <laughs> Next day, yeah, you guys aren't doing aren't doing a Star Wars movie. Wasn't that right around the time when uh the original director from Solo got fired? It was after Game of Thrones ended season eight, and I don't remember if those aligned at the same time. But all I remember is after Game of Thrones season eight ended, they did like a press tour or something. Oh no no no! I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and they yeah. they just said just the most out like just they just mm. they just said shit that would make like, would make an average person be like, oh these guys just never want to work again. Yeah, I and then, exactly and then they, they got canned off Star Wars, dude. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Uh, moving on to the news real quick before we run on too long. Uh, we got a, a series announcement. This came out of the fucking blue to me. I'm excited for this, especially after talking about monsters at work. We have another Cars project coming in. Cars on the road. Um, this looks like Mater's Tall Tales, but on fucking steroids. I'm pumped for this thing. This looks more fun than the third movie did. Danielle, what are your thoughts, dude? Yeah, I'm hyped. Yeah, I watched a trailer last night. Is it a movie or is it episodes? It's episodes, it's right? It's nine episodes, yeah, for this first season. Okay, yeah, yeah. These are like little short adventures. Uh, you put me on Monsters at Work. I enjoyed it for what it was. I'm, you know, I like Monsters University. So I'm excited for this. I love Cars. Cars has been the one, you know, my go-to. Ever mm-hmm. since he said, I am speed, you know, I was like, oh shit, dude. What a fantastic movie. Played the video game. Looks good. The video um, game's amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah dude. It's elite. So I, I'm pumped for it, dude. I really am. Uh, there is a Cars uh, script though out there for what would, uh, for Cars. What what Cars would have been made for? Right. I, I guess. Was, yeah, and uh, it's on SNL or whatever. Watch that skit, dude. That shit cracks. Me. Oh, I thought you've been okay, dude. No, no, no. It's an SNL thing, dude. It's it. Watch it. It cracks me up, dude. Okay, Jake. What are your thoughts on Cars on the Road, man? Um, I. I'm. I like the first Cars just fine. I, I like. I, I'm not a big Cars guy. I think like. Um, are these are the original voice actors coming mm-hmm. back? Yeah. Oh, nice. So yeah, I didn't see the trailer for this, but I I'll check it out if it's like worth watching for sure. Is it like there? Is it like the I Am Groot thing? Like they're gonna drop? Are these like shorts? Or no, they're they full gonna, like, length week... episodes. Okay, so week to week kind of deal. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll check it out. I, I didn't see the monsters at work one either, but I was very curious about it. Um, so if it's worth watching, and if if you guys say it's really good, I'll I'll definitely check it out. Okay, monsters at work, I enjoyed. I definitely recommend that if you like the office yeah. and just you know want to be in that monsters universe for an extra day. It's a good binge, for sure. I'll check it out. Um, lastly, on the news, this was pretty interesting. Um, and pretty fitting. I I can't wait to see where this goes. Obviously, it's not going to go you know, too far because this was a, is a sequel to a film filmed in 84, but a uh, New York Ninja is getting a sequel comic series from vinegar syndrome. This is pretty dope, dude. You know, I'll pick up the issues. I don't know how many are being ran through vinegar syndrome, but pretty cool. That we're seeing this story continue on from the film. Um, any thoughts on this Danilo? I haven't, I don't know what you're even talking about, dude. Okay. But sick one, Jake, any thoughts on this? Um, I haven't seen the New York Ninja. I know you guys have talked about it. I really need to see it. It sounds really interesting to me. But um, I'll have to. I'll have to check out the. Oh, I'm not joking. I'm being serious. But um, I, I do want to see it because it, uh, this is the one that you guys were talking about. Like they filmed it and then like they like went back and re-added all the sounds yep. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely like. I'm very curious about that because I think that's like really cool. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I like comics and stuff. I, I, I hope it's like a worthy follow-up. I hope it's like, you know, good to the fans that like it. Um, and if I watch that first one and I really like it, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I like comics too. I, I've been meaning to get more into comics again, but, um, yeah, I'll check it out if it's like worth watching. And if I'm really in love with the first, the, the original movie. Okay, man. Comics are a rabbit hole, honestly. They, they are. Yeah. I got into collecting them or recollecting them again about a year and a half ago. Kind of when we started the podcast, that time frame and it, just the fucking rabbit hole. I'll never see that money back ever. <laughs> Just being honest. Before we go ahead and talk stream of the week, let's go ahead and talk some recent views, my friend. So I meant to go ahead and I want to talk about this or these two movies like two weeks ago, Danilo. Um, but I, I, I kind of forgot about it. Not going to lie. You know, I, I wrote Are they gonna in be good movies? what are they going to be good movies, man? Okay. Dude, shut the fuck up. Anyways, my two recent views, um, this is an A24 movie for the first one. Saw both of these in theaters, uh, Marcel, the shell with shoes on, dude. This is one of the most homes, uh, like wholesome movies I've seen in a while. Um, flawless, like stop motion animation thrown into this. Um, you know, last year I spoke very highly on a little A24 movie called Come On, Come On, and how it highlighted that, like, nephew and uncle relationship. This whole movie, like, really, really highlights, you know, a grandmother and grandson relationship. Uh, I'm super close with my Oma, so, like, this hit really hard to home for me. Um, definitely, like, one of the most, like, home-hitting, gut-punching, tear-jerking this movie feels like like the most warm fuzzy hug you could get out of a movie um yeah this movie's a whole bunch of bag of emotions it's great definitely wonderful i want to talk about the podcast eventually like do a full episode on it because this movie deserves it um check it out marcel the shell shoes on i know it has a very weird theater release um but if you can see it in theaters highly recommend it um, the other movie I saw in theaters was a movie adapted from a, a novel, actually, called Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, yeah, man, when I saw this trailer, you know, in the previews for, I think, Thor or something a couple weeks prior, um, I was expecting, like, a high-speed thriller, or like, a, like a killing chase film, right? Like, this woman's, like, in the trailer, trenching through the swamps and shit, there's an alligator underwater we see, or a crocodile, who the fuck knows? Um, yeah, this movie was... was very much a like a slow burn life story of a character. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. It was just advertised um, very differently, so it took me out of the movie seeing it. Um, and then again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It was just weird. Um, but it was nice seeing these like novelization, like adaptive screenplays, brought back to the big screen because I feel like we really haven't seen those in a while. I think the last like big one, other than like the Fantastic Beast stuff. Was, uh, was like Maze Runner or Hunger Games. So it's going to need to feel that, you know, adaptive feeling back in a theater. Um, Danilo, do you have two recent views you want to go and talk about, man? Uh, yeah, dude. I'll talk about Nope because I wasn't here last week for that. Oh, go for it. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I really enjoyed Nope. Um, I don't think it was his best one. In my opinion, it's his last, it's his lowest one. Um, it feels a lot like, his, you know, everyone calls it like his, um, his Jaws, you know, like comparing it to Steven Spielberg. I hate Steven Spielberg, so I really, you know, was not a fan of that aspect of this movie. That was really cool with the hat being the alien. I thought that was epic. 
Um, the Gordy stuff was, was probably the thing that really interested me the most um, about the film, really grabbed my attention. Everything else just kind of seemed like mid, which is really odd, but you needed both of them to complement each other. You couldn't have one without the other, so I understood why it was in there. I just think, you know, the Gordy story was more interesting. I, I really just love that opening shot with the shoe just sticking straight up. I thought that was great. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like, the more I thought about it, the more I enjoyed it. But my first initial thought coming out of the theater was, you know, it's just his commercial film, you know. And I understood that. You know, I probably should have thought more into that quote of him saying uh, – he did that little press thing. And he said um, – what the fuck did he say? He said he wrote this at a time where, like, the cinema was going to be, you know, was worried about going away. So, you know, obviously the first thing – the logical person does is well, how can I make the most money and you know can I you know, get butts and seats and this is ob- obviously does that you know I think this is uh, would be a widely accepted film among you know just about your average Joe where us and Get Out you know maybe not so much you know but I prefer the other ones over this one just wasn't for me but that's okay you know nothing wrong with that and the other one I watched uh, which I haven't watched in a while but I put it on because it's uh, the four year anniversary of Astral World the greatest album of all time. Um, was Look Mom, I Can Fly Now, that little ne- Travis Scott documentary on Netflix. Um, yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. If you want to, like, just get hype and, like, just see Travis do his shit, watch it. But if you want to know, like, actual stuff about, you know, his, his life and stuff, you know, it's not, it wasn't really up, up to snuff. It was more just, like, showing docu-footage of him going on tour. Uh, that's where you get to see some cool background footage, though, of him first hearing Drake's verse on Sicko Mode. That's pretty cool. You know, stuff like that's really cool. But there wasn't, like, really an overarching story of, like, oh, I really struggled with this, but then I created this masterpiece of World, and now look at it, you know, already platinum. No, it, it was kind of just like, all right, we're finishing up World, and we're just fucking going to the moon. And that was really it. Yeah, I forgot that was the documentary, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, I mean, it's, it's if you like Travis Scott, you know, obviously, Max, you know I do. So, like, it's cool to see. You know, it's, it's really cool to see. But, like, from just, like, a filmmaking standpoint and, like, film study standpoint or whatever, it's not it's not a good documentary. Okay. I think Dakari talked about that, didn't he? At one point, like, early on the podcast? Maybe. Or it was me, dude. I know I talked about it uh, a while ago. I, okay. think it, I think I did. Yeah. Hmm. I know he did the Triple X uh, documentary recently on Hulu. He was talking about that. Yeah, yeah dude. I've been meaning to watch that because I wasn't a big fan of his, but everyone says like it's good shit. I forget, I've heard good stuff. I need to watch that. I still need to watch the uh, Olivia Rodrigo documentary on Disney Plus. Need to finish the Beatles thing as well, which that just got a physical release, which is pretty dope. Didn't Double. they get Criterion or no? No, that was for a different. That was for a Beatles film, not the documentary. Okay, but yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Jake, what about you, man? You have two recent views you'd like to discuss. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, B.J. Novak's uh, directorial debut, Vengeance, in theaters. It was it was pretty good. I mean, it's like a nice little indie film. Nothing, you know, extraordinary. I felt like you know the the plot was was pretty engaging, and I I really liked uh, a lot of the the mystery of it and the twists and turns that it took. It was very unexpected, but um, yeah, nothing crazy. I would you you could probably wait for like streaming or something, but I I. I am a fan of BJ Novak and I liked that like 
his kind of like nihilistic writing kind of came through a lot in this movie like where like because he talks like that in the office a lot as ryan mm-hmm. um you know he's very like you know deadpan you know nihilistic dialogue and this movie has that so if you're a fan of bj novak at all you will love this movie and you will just be like this is this movie just is him the whole way through uh so that'll be really great for some and probably pretty graining for others so watch it and find out but i had a good time with it i really enjoyed it um and then the other one i watched was on hulu i watched it today it was uh the new movie not okay it's called um it's with uh zoe Zoe deutsch deutsch and um uh dylan o'brien and uh this one was like unexpectedly good like i really liked it um I, th- I thought like the it's got that both of these movies actually kind of had like that um that like dear evan hansen thing where like they're both about like somebody that either lies about something or greatly exaggerates their involvement in something and then they just get down they just get dragged down a wormhole up until it's like way too late to get out of it so they both both of these movies kind of like the main characters like ingrain themselves in these really like these places they should not be involved in. So, um, I really like both of these movies. I would highly recommend both. Um, and the, the not okay one is on Hulu. So if you want to watch that, I highly recommend it. Hulu's been dropping some good shit this year. I really have been a fan of all their stuff. I can't wait for that predator movie on Friday. Um, that does come out this week. You're right. Pray. I'm pumped. Yeah. That looks great. Um, so yeah, I recommend both of those. Those are, those are really great movies. I'll have to check it out. I've been hearing good stuff about that Dylan O'Brien project. Where did you see the BJ Novak one? Was is that streaming or It was it was in theaters. I'm sure it's going to be out of theaters like within the week. Um oh. it only had two showtimes last I checked. It was like a kind of a limited rollout. It was like in under a thousand theaters. It was in my local theater. Um uh, it's probably gonna be out of my local theater by the time the next big movie comes out. So yeah. Okay. But it'll be on streaming soon, I'm sure, because they've been dropping them pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. Hulu is killing it, man. You're right, Jake. You're right. Um, Daniel, let's go ahead and get our rating system in our break, and we'll be right back for you guys talking about Dive One Beacon. Oh, hi, Mark. The Galaxy of Film rating system is based off planets featured within the Star Wars films. From our highest rating to lowest, here is the order in which we rate these films. Number five. Coruscant, the entire planet is one big city. Number four. Bespin, it's pretty far, but I think we can make it. Mining colony? Yeah, Tabana gas mine. Number three. Like you did by the lake on the boo. Number two. Set your course for the hot system. And lastly, number one. Gotta get back to Jakku. Back to Jakku! Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? All right, and we're back from our break. Danilo, go ahead and give us the recap for Dive Wimpy Kid. Yeah, no idea, dude. Um, basically, if you watched, if you read the book about X amount of years ago, that's the plot of this film. Um, we're just introduced to Greg, a bit of a cheese touch. Him and Rowley, we get to see his relationship with his parents. Um, makes a video. Uh, yeah, that's really about it. You know, he starts a wrestling team. He's just kind of like a little pussy. He's also a real dick in this, dude. Which, in the book, I don't really think... Like, he was a dick in the book, obviously. But mm. I don't think he was this big of a dick in uh, this film. But yeah, that's about it, man. 
is the play in this one or is the play in the next one? Remember they do that little fucking play where he's a fucking tree? Is that this one? <laughs> Give yeah, us the recap for the whole fucking trilogy, Danilo. Go for it. We're, we're talking about the trilogy. No idea what happens in Roderick Rules. All I know is Roderick's a total cock. Um, awful <laughs> to his brother. They have a, That's when they have the party and they switch the doors. Classic. We finally get introduced to our dad in a Civil War reenactment. What a fucking loser, dude. Um, Manny is just an absolute dude. If I could dropkick a baby, I would dropkick Manny every second of these films. Um, keep going on, dude. Then we get to the goaded one. Of, oh, he meets Holly Hills in the, you know. Then we get to the most goaded one of all time. The third one. And it's, it, you know, he's at the club, dude. The country club. He's trying to bang Holly Hills. He sees his fucking grandpa. He has, he has to be stuck, you know, just running around, dude, in like his, what, briefs or whatever. Just fucking, he's fucked in the old person's home. He's running up the tab. Him and Riley are just fucking around too. And they have to pay the tab. And then Roderick's trying to go after Holly Hills' older sister. So, you know, the two brothers are trying to go after the Hills or whatever. The Hefleys are trying to go after the Hills. Bro. And then we get to that crescendo of an ending where Holly Hills is all like, yeah, we need someone to perform, you know, in our little band or whatever. And Roderick's like, loaded diaper has your back. And, Hall- and Holly's sister is, I don't even know her name, let's call her Susan. No, that's mom's name. Uh, let's call her Eleanor. Eleanor's all like, yeah, come perform, you know, for our, what, what is it called? Heather Hills. Heather Hills, that's it, yeah, Heather Hills, bro. And, like, you know, Roger's trying to get in there, and he's like, all right, dude, this last performance, this one's for Heather, and he starts ripping the Justin Bieber baby song, and he's like, Greg, push that fucking button, and he pushes that button, dude, and the whole fucking it's basically like you go to a Playboy Cardi concert. Everyone just loses their shit, dude. The tent's falling over. Everyone's falling down. Chocolate's exploding, dude. And then Heather Hills is like, get the fuck out. And that's it, man. Yeah, that's that's it. There's no more movies after that either. Not, they're not a single other movie. Not a... does, does, he, does he sneak a kiss from Heather, from Holly? He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And then he go, he just rides off in the sunset. And then after that, um, I think they tried to do an animated thing. I didn't see the animated one, so I can't speak to that, but th- I know they stopped live-action ones after that. Yeah, yeah, they stopped it. They were like, you know, this this series is, is good. It's done with. They, they This is the one franchise they left alone. Thank you. Thank God, man. Except for the animated one. But the animated one's cool. You know, it ain't bad. It looks we, cool. We talked about that on the podcast like a year ago, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we all said we would give it a try, but none of us watched that shit. <laughs> We all know what we grew up with, bro. Um, yeah, dude. Everything like we we grew up with this fucking series. This is a weird one, one hundred percent. Um, I discovered the books. I think when I was in like second or third grade. Um, the move the first movie came out when I was in fifth grade, and this was one of those weird events for me as a kid, where like it took convincing my parents to see this in theaters where they both came with me and everything. Um, like, I think we... I want to say I called out a school or something this day, too, man, for this movie. Like, this was a full-out fucking family event for me. Opening day for this movie. I'm trying to remember, other than, like, seeing... I remember seeing it, like, noon, which was the odd thing, and seeing a bunch of other fucking kids there that I knew had skipped school to see this movie. Um, when did the sequel come out, Danilo? When did Roger no Gould come out? No idea, dude. Real, real helpful, dude. Real helpful, I have no idea when it came out. Let's say one year ago, two years ago, four, five, six. 
real, real helpful, buddy. Anyways, I remember the third one came out during that summer of whatever fucking year it was. Um, third one was a blast, dude. Dog Days was my summer movie that year. Um, I think I saw that one with, like, my grandmother, which is weird because I never fucking saw any movies of her. Um, no, not my own, my grandmother. I'm not fucking cool with them, dude. Um, yeah, fuck them for all I care at this point. But, yeah, um, I saw Over Summer with them, which was really odd. I don't see movies with them, and the few times I did see movies with that side of the family, it was never a good experience. Um, but for whatever reason, like, Dog Days, I remember, like, wasn't fully tainted from that experience just tells you how much of a great fucking movie this is. Um, for whatever reason, like Roderick rules, despite it being my favorite book out of all of them is the movie. I like remember the least amount of, cause it, it merges certain elements from the third book. I remember that specifically like the whole retirement center, like ring ran around, like being chased around, uh, Greg's underwear. That whole sequence is like the ending of the third book. So it's, it's weird that I forget certain parts of the, the sequel. Um, what are some of your overall, like, things you enjoyed about this trilogy and, like, how you discovered this, Jake? I was a big fan of the books. I remember you guys, Danilo's recap, made, like, unlocked a lot of memories for me. Because I haven't seen these movies in quite some time. But I remember my first ever impression of this movie. And this is, like, going way back. I I remember, and this is why we talk about how great the theatrical mm. experience is, because you remember things like this. Stupid things like this. I went for my friend's birthday to see Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief, that first movie. Mm. And this is before, you know, I was really online doing anything. And the trailers were playing before the movie started. Fucking Diary of a Wimpy Kid trailer came on. And I looked at my friend and I was like, they're making a movie about Diary of I was so excited and I was like, oh my god. And then like I was that was I was like like I that was like the Avengers. I was so pumped. I was like, oh my god. And then, you know, I went to go see that like probably several times. I don't even remember. Um, but definitely saw it in theaters. Saw all three of them in theaters. Um and uh yeah, I had a great time with them. I mean, you know, like like looking back on them they're probably they're probably like fine you know movies but they're probably nothing like groundbreaking but uh i remember really 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 liking the roger rules the second one um but one specific weird stupid nitpick i have is um the third one it's called dog days but dog days is the fourth book the last straw is the third book so I was really annoyed about that when I found out that the third one was going to be called Dog Days. I was like, mm. you know, why aren't they doing Last Straw? And then, like, they did combine elements of Last Straw into uh, the Dog Days movie. So it ended up working out just fine. But I was like, yo, man, like, come on. Like, Last Straw is the third one. Like, why are you doing the fourth one first? And I didn't really consider that, like, yeah, these kids are going to get old and they're not going to make any more. So they only did three. I really would have loved to have seen these keep going. Like, I really wanted them to keep doing them um, with these actors. Like, that would have been fantastic. And I did see the animated one. Um, it's, like, nothing special. Like, I mean, that is probably the best way to adapt these books because the, nobody has to age. But mm. um, I don't know. I mean, there's something special about these original ones. Like, I, there's, like, a certain nostalgic feeling particularly with like 
our group, like our age group, like we really like appreciated these especially. But yeah, I had fun with them. You mentioned the um, well, like merging the third and fourth books together. Even the movie poster for Dog Days did that because it uses like the green cover instead of the yellow one, which I noticed. Mm. Um, yeah, dude, this is weird. It is like our generation, like our like age groups, like coming of age story that we grew up with simultaneously. Um, like it's a weird trilogy because clearly, like there were plans for more to go on with this cast and crew forward. Um, I, I don't know what happened. I don't, well, obviously they grew up, like everyone aged out of the roles, but like, I don't know what was the holdup on filming the fourth film because two and three were shot like back to back. If it felt like, especially after a year after the first one. So I really, I don't know what the holdup was. Who, what, what company does this? Warner brothers? Uh, I think Fox did them. Fox. Yeah. I don't know why Fox just didn't like green light it, man. Another one. I have no clue. Um, it's a damn shame, though, because, like, this is... I, I, it's a weird thing to explain of Diary of Wimpy Kid. It really is. Um, we grew up with these fucking movies, man. I love them. Like, these these movies will almost always be perfect in my eyes. You know, almost blindly, in a sense. Um, what about you, Daniela? What are some more thoughts you got of Diary of Wimpy Kid? Oh, yeah, dude. The chemistry with these movies are just absolutely unmatched. I mean, they have almost no chemistry. But it makes them seem like they do have chemistry. Like the quirkiness, man. The dad, the parents are just maybe the best parents ever to grace the screen of entertainment, man. You know, with just mom bucks yelling at kids. You know, all this. What the, And Roderick Wills, dude, when she like grabs the mic when they're rollerblading in the opening scene or whatever. And she's like, Craig, Craig, where's my baby? You know, and the poor dad has to like walk on the roller skating dude, and pick up his fucking kid. And the uh, Greg's all like, Dad, and, you know, obviously his dad's like, I know, man. You know, like, I felt that, bro. Like, that was kind of rough to watch. So did Dad. But, yeah, dude, just all that kind of shit together, it's unmatched. You know, we'll never see something like that again. Even his friends, dude. I liked his friends' chemistry, too. Who's the little Indian boy? What was his name? Shirag. 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 Yeah, dude, him, dude. He was, he was pretty cool. He was pretty cool. It's funny to see him and then Peyton List and mm-hmm. fucking Jesse, you know, all those years later. But that was great. I liked him. But I, like I was mentioning in the recap, dude, I don't remember Greg being this much of a dick in the book. Yeah, like maybe, 100%. Like, maybe he was. Maybe he was just a straight-up dick, dude, because it's been a while since I read him. Mm. But he's an absolute asshole to Raleigh, dude. Like, he's a – like, he, he treats him like shit, bro. He, he really throws does. Football on the big wheel. Or, what's that called? The big wheel, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And then when he's recording the fucking... Like, it's funny, though, dude. Like, those, those moments are funny regardless if he's a dick or not. But he's, uh... What's he recording? He's trying to record that... He's trying to make himself, like, famous or whatever in Roderick Rules. Mm. And, like, he puts the underwear on his hair and, you know, Raleigh's all like, why do I gotta put the underwear on my hair? And Greg just looks so pissed off, dude. And he's like, because he's like, you're the one... He's like, why don't you have underwear on, on your head or whatever? Greg says, because I'm the one... You know, I'm not the one who's staying there having my underwear on my head. Like such an, it's just an asshole thing to say to your friend, dude. But classic, classic friendship right there. I like the movies, man. They're just hilarious. I never had siblings growing up or anything, dude. So like, Roderick Rules is like this weird, like gap filling in for me almost, <laughs> in an odd way. Um, they're fucking great. They really are. Is there anything you don't like about them, Jake? I mean, like. 
I, I think I we probably I I certainly do. I think I look back on these with like rose colored glasses. But like, if I were to rewatch them like right now, I'd probably be like, all right, this is like not very well made. Like, and it's like kind of stupid. But like, I would be into it still because it's like there's nostalgia and it's fun. Like, um, I I mean, as far as like things that I don't like, it's just that stupid like part of my brain that just like wants to nitpick like the books stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Like, I, I always do that with stuff that I read the book for, where I'm just like, man, this didn't happen like this, and this didn't happen like this. That's why I got so mad about the animated one, because I'm just like, yo, they're skipping so many things in the animated thing. And I was like, yo, like, I, I so I, I got mad about that. It was like 15 minutes long. I'm like, you guys could have made a movie, and you didn't. You made like a 50-minute like TV special. Like, make a movie and shut up. Because then they could have like, adapted everything. It was only 15 minutes? No, 50 50, oh. But it was like, but it was still like, I'm like, what? Like, it's too short. Like, and it was like, they spent too much time on stuff that didn't matter. Anyway, like, with these movies, like, I don't know. I guess like, I, I had fun with it, but it's like certain bits that like are left out or like things that are like combined and stuff like that. Like that used to bother me. But if I were to look back on them, I'm sure I wouldn't even remember the stuff that I was mad about. But. I liked all the chemistry. I thought they were all really like good together, um, and the, the, they fit in their roles really well. Even though I like always like with the the, the way Greg was designed was so weird because he's just got like the three little like you know pieces of hair sticking out in the back. I'm like, is he bald? Like, what is this? Like, what? Mm. So I always used to think like, what's this kid gonna look like? And then when they first like that trailer was unveiled, I was like, huh, I don't think I like this. But then I saw it and I'm like, yeah, no, he's. Zachary Gordon, I think his name is. He was a fun Greg. Like he he did a good job. I liked him. Um, I liked Rowley. I liked Fregley. Like all the cast of characters are like the supporting characters. Like make up everything. Patty Farrell. You know they're they're all like recognizable. Um, I don't have much like negatives. Like they're fun kids movies. Like they're they're enjoyable. Um, and uh, yeah, they really like they really defined our childhood. Like they made they made us all like you know feel things and we all really liked it and we all related to it which i think is really important and you know kind of helped us with those awkward moments that we had because like nobody gets it worse than greg in these movies because that dude just just bad days after bad days so i think of all the the cast like you're saying like his friends being spot on like fregley dude is is the fucking one in this movie like i freg <laughs> i don't know the actor's name but whoever plays fregley is the RDJ Tire Man, in my opinion. <laughs> what a comparison. <laughs> um, I think my only complaint about like any of these movies, aside from them just not making more of them, um, the the weird like I don't want to call her a love interest because she's not in the first film. I don't even remember her name, but we don't see her in the books. She's an original character for the first film, and she's only in the first film. The girl that's under the bleachers, that's like buddy with Rally throughout the years that they go on, and um, she's the one who's like that she's put in the film to make the audience really understand that Greg's straight up a dick, because we get to see like the outside friend perspective with her. You know what I'm talking about? I remember about? this vaguely, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, man, she's never in the sequels. She's only a couple times in the first film, and it, she's it's very odd to me, because like. She has a reveal, as as odd as it sounds. Like, there's a whole scene. She's sitting under the bleachers, like, far from the camera. And, like, they zoom in on her and everything. Like, they come up. There's a whole fucking reveal for this girl. She's never brought back in the sequels. Um, 
I think this is kind of like a missed opportunity. I think they kind of, you know, like filled Randall Holly Hills, but she's only introduced in like midway through the second movie, I think, right? No, she's introduced in the first minute. Holly Hills as well, Painless? Second one, maybe. Second one, right. yeah, introduced right in the beginning. Oh, I thought you were talking about the first film, like, like introducing. No, 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 no. Yeah. Was was the girl under the bleachers Chloe Moretz? Chloe Grace Moretz? Yes, yes. She was. Oh yeah, I remember her because she was like the big name in the first one. I was yeah, like, I, I was, know her. I was drawing a blank on her name. Yeah, t- God, she was in Tom and Jerry, right? Yeah. Whole oh, we talked about that in the podcast too. At one point, Jesus fuck. <laughs> that was a terrible episode, Danilo. What was it Tom and Jerry and uh? Billy Holiday, I think. Yeah, dude. Yeah, good pairing. Anyways, dude, um, it was weird. I don't know seeing her character in the first one because I like her, and she's like the only original character I think for the screenplay. Um, so just odd not seeing her in the sequels. I think that's my only complaint though. But I want to go ahead and make a note as well because you guys read the books. Did you guys ever get the movie book? Like the Diary of Wimpy Kid movie diary or whatever it was called. No. Oh, it was it was came out alongside the Do It Yourself book, and it was basically just just the first movie told, like with images from the movie. It was a little or a bit different, reworded kind of differently. Um, it came out like a whole like basically like a digit book equivalent to like behind the scenes featurette within the book, which was cool. Um, I remember that was, like, a really, like, popular thing that year at the book fair to where, like, almost every kid had a copy of that thing. It was insane, man. Danilo, is there anything else you want to discuss with Diary of Wimpy Kid? Yeah, just the last one, dude. The last one, the last one's Elite. You know, the last one, in my opinion, is probably the best one. It's a crescendo of this entire trilogy. And it ends like that, too, with that whole performance. It's just, it's the funniest thing I've seen, dude. Like, every time I watch that film, I just crack up. You know, Mm. speaking of Jake's point and your point a bit, the way they, like, see, in my opinion, they seamlessly meshed what you thought the characters of the book looked like and the actors that they chose. They did it very smart in the first movie where they started with animation. They started with, you know, Greg being the little figure, and then they transformed him into the human, you know. They would go back from, like, book to, you know, book page to real life, and I think that helped, like, you know, to be like, okay, you know, we can get behind him being Greg, him being Roderick, him being Frankie, all those fucking, you know. Hmm. So that always helps, I thought. I, I, and I feel like they nailed the dad, too, of uh, Raleigh. I don't know what his last name is. But I, Mr. Know, Jefferson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. I think they nailed him uh, to a T. I love these films, man. They're, they're just hilarious to me. Yeah, this one's like a hard one to talk about almost, man, because they're just fucking good. Yeah, dude, they're, they're just elite. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jake, what would you rate, you know, each Diary of Wimpy Kid? Or just as a trilogy in whole, whatever what's easiest for you, uh, whatever's more comfortable. I mean, like, I would say, like, probably, like, nostalgic Jake would probably say, like, Coruscant for all three. But, like, if I'm looking at it, like, you know, the way I do now, I would probably give all of them probably, like, a... I think the first one would probably be, like, a Naboo. Like, re- like, re- like, really, like... From drawing from memory completely. Mm. The first one will probably be a Naboo. The second one might be on its way to Bespin, though. Naboo on its way to Bespin. I think that one's my favorite. I really like have a lot of fond memories of that one. 
And then the third one, I would probably also give a Naboo. But like nostalgic me, like like just that just loves it, Coruscant. Um, and the 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 Naboo ratings are just like based on like, yeah, I remember this here and there. Like I th- I think I think it's well made. Like I like I like it, but like they're probably very like formulaic almost, and like they they do follow like beats that you've seen before. But like that being said, like they're still fun and like they're good. Um. But I mean, maybe I'll rewatch them and be like, "Oh no, these are all still like fucking five out of five great movies." But like, um, and it's made this made this has made me really want to like go back and revisit it. Like, this mm. is th- it's been so much fun, like just taking this trip down memory lane and like talking about it because these movies were fun and I really liked them. Um, so yeah, that that would probably be my ratings. I do really like the second one. Like that one's like an actual like really great movie to me, and that I have a lot of great memories with that movie. I recently rewatched all of them, dude. I think that first one for me, even like Nostalgia Classics Off, is a Coruscant. That first one is an easy fucking watch. Um, it's one of the easiest like hour and like twenty hour half of my fucking life. Um, I think the second one as well might be my favorite. It definitely is my favorite book. Um, it just I'm torn on on that second movie because the ending is the ending of the third book. You know, when I rewatch it. Um, I love the second one, though, still. I have soft spot for it. But the third, I think, is the most fun. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead. First one is definitely a Coruscant for me. I'm going to go with Dog Days as a Bestman, and then a Naboo on the way to Bestman for Roderick Rules. But by all means, they're fucking damn good movies still. And they're a lot of fun. God, they're so much fucking fun, dude. Daniel, what about you, man? Coruscant for the first one, Naboo for the second. Death Star, because it just blows a course on out of the water for the last one, dude. That last one's just so fun, dude. It is it's fun. Just a, it's, it's a fun movie, man. Like, you just can't not have fun with it, you know? Hmm. So. Especially all the sneaking into the, the country club stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so great stuff. So fucking good. So fucking good. Danilo, I think I'm just going to wrap it up for this week, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got well, the we... cheese stuff, bro? Do I what now? Have the t- cheese touch? No, sir. That that's for uh, Dakari, actually. One hundred percent facts, though. Oh, anyway. what we got going on next week, man? I have no idea, dude. Bullet Train and The Gray Man, Netflix, oh, yeah. and Brad Pitt's Chinese movie. Or what is it? Where is it taking place, man? <laughs> What's the setting, dude? Like Korea or China, right? Good, good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> okay, dude. It is though. You know I'm right. I just don't want to say it, man. Because you're scared. Might be. It might be Japan. Yeah. Okay, Japan. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, Jake. Jake knows me. All right. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. Brad Pitt's Japan, uh, John Wick movie, um, where he fights a. I don't even know what that is, dude. On the train, like that little Asian, like plush thing. In that trailer, but whatever. I mean, you know, it'll be cool to see. You know, shout out to Brad Pitt. Shout out to Ana de Armas. I'm pumped to talk about him. I haven't seen the trailer, so I have no clue you're talking about, dude. Okay, dude, that's why you weren't chiming in, dude. Because I'm like, like, am I just talking about a brick wall here? Okay. Jake, yeah. you've seen the trailer, right? I know about the plushie, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, I have no fuck clue you're talking about. Yeah, I'll watch the trailer later. <laughs> You'll understand why I called it like his Japan, Chinese, whatever movie, man. You'll get it when you watch the movie. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week, guys. So stay tuned for that. Um, Jake, where can our listeners find you if they don't already follow you, man? 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Jakey Lemon, and of course, as always, on YouTube, Mayhem Pictures. Awesome, man. Danilo, what else do we got coming on next week? Anything special? No? Yeah? No, absolutely not. Two weeks, though, we got some big stuff. In two weeks? Yeah, right? No, less than, I think. It is what? less than two weeks. Well, we'll figure out what what's special in two weeks, because I sure don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm fucking retard. I'm picking you up from the goddamn airport. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty special, yeah. God, dude, you're retarded. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Consider following us on Apple or – God damn, I can't say it right, yeah, dude. sick one, dude. Sick Consider one, Consider us bro. following us on Instagram. I – fucking Christ, man. <laughs> Consider us following us. Consider following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Play, Anchor, wherever you get your amazing podcasts. Um, say, iTunes with you. It always helps. Galaxy of Film Productions on the YouTube channel. Uh, Max has some vlogs going on. I, I did a vlog, kind of, for fucking... When I went to Galaxy Con with Max and his friends, so... Maybe that'll be up there. Who fucking knows? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, neither do I, man. Neither do I. I take it day by day. Oh, boy. Stay tuned next week, guys. We're talking Bullet Train. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Hashtag not my Roderick. <laughs>